0: Thank mm-hmm. you. to another tabletop ramble i'm your host jacko on this week's show we have got the wonderful bevan from tinkerbot games we're going to be doing another kickstarter kick around but before all that here's this week's tabletop gaming news So first up, Battle Systems. They've announced that they're going to do a new standalone starter set for Core Space. Uh, This one's called Firstborn. It's going to be ideal for new players that are looking to try and get in on the game. Uh, They're also saying it's good for those that already have Core Space as it's going to just broaden what are there. So there's going to be extra captains and there will be plenty more members that you'll be able to add to your already existing crews there's the new antagonists look really nice on it I must admit and they're also going to be sort of controlled by the game's AI Um, if if you've never seen it before it's a really nice sci-fi game this narrative driven uh, but think of it it's kind of on the scum and villainy sort of side so you're actually playing the role of smugglers and things like that and you're trying to get around the all the brutal authorities um, and you can actually go head to head with other smugglers but yeah it's a real nice uh, dungeon crawl style sci-fi game Yeah, um, this should be coming out on Kickstarter soon I believe but we'll keep our eyes peeled for this one <laughs> speaking of new starter sets Kings of War from Mantic Games they've got a new 2 player starter set coming out as well called War of the Holds or sorry War in Holds so the brand new Kings of War 2 player starter set is in stores now the Warren holds tells of the bitter struggle between the sneaky goblins and insidious ratkins, and they're trying to fight over the mines and the tunnels and underneath the and, and these are underneath the Halping Mountains, which is a new setting. So inside you'll get forty new hard plastic ratkins. Uh, there's a ratkin night terror, um, a resin ratkin warlock. Plus you're also going to be getting free trolls, forty plastic goblins a resin goblin wizard and plus you're also going to get uh, the gaming edition rule book and uh, they're saying that they're getting quite close to running out of these so if you want to get on that you will probably best uh, trying to get on that one pretty quick as I previously mentioned before um, we've also got Spiel, which is going online and this going to be called Spiel Digital now this is going to be taking place on October 22nd so not too long to go now um, they've got absolutely loads, I mean anybody who knows anything about SM will know how much they have so I mean like I said before they've got over 400 exhibitors from 41 different countries um, this is going to be a four day event and it's going to be going around the clock so the opening show is going to be on October 22nd so that will be on Thursday um it's starting at one o'clock in the afternoon um that's in german time so they're a couple of hours ahead of the uk or wherever you are in the world you'll have to work that out sorry so this is uh, absolutely free to have a look around they say there's going to be almost one half uh, thousand new game releases and premieres to be tested and then you can buy they're going to be covering this in all different languages so english french german portuguese italian spanish russian and they're saying that this is going to be going on 24 hours a day so it don't matter what part of the world you'll be in, you'll be able to play stuff now tying in with that, the other week we had the Castle Tricon now they're actually going to be joining in with the Spill, so the Spill Digital and they're going to be doing their virtual walk around as well so and that's coming to you from Czech games, Heidelbar games and Horrible Guild so yeah if you fancy being even more virtual that's going to be involved with Spiel Digital as well so this is one that's going to definitely be worthwhile looking at (laughs) and finally now this is quite a loose uh, ball game related but still I think it counts in the UK, we have a store called Geek Retreat, and they—they sort of store to sell food, and they also have lots of games and where you can actually go in, you can have a bite away while you're playing games and things like that. And they do lots of different things, they're really anything sort of geek-related they'll have on their shelves, and it, it's just a nice place to go and socialise while you, you know, while you're having something to eat. They've also got lots of retro video games that you can play as well and um, I, I really like it like we, there's one in leeds that i really enjoy going to and um, they've got a couple up and down the country in newcastle and um, london as well now i did fear for these sort of stores and i in the current climate with all this covid stuff and all these lockdown i did fear that you know we might be seeing uh, the last of them but to my total surprise the total opposite has happened and they've actually announced that they're planning on opening up another hundred stores up and down the UK which is absolutely fantastic as this is going to generate another 600 jobs so for people that have lost their jobs you might be able to get something here so yeah fingers crossed but you know it's nice to have a bit of um, a good story coming out of all this uh, times of insecurity so yeah um they're a store i really do recommend they do some real nice food and they're just a nice relaxing place to enjoy a bite of wheat while you play a game hi guys right so today i'm delighted to invite bevan clapworthy from tinkerbot games to join us
1: hi how you doing
0: (laughs) yeah not too bad not too bad at all so i've got to admit one of the favourite games that we've got in our ball game library, um, it's a big favourite of ours. Happens to be Ghostel, which I know, yeah, you know a little thing about.
1: Oh, just a little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's one we designed back in. I think it was twenty sixteen was when we finally published it, or maybe twenty seventeen. Such a long time ago now. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah,
0: well, we done really well on Kickstarter. I mean, it raised uh, over twenty thousand, and I got that down as it was Kickstarter in uh, January two thousand sixteen. But oh, well, no I say, it raised isn't. over two yeah twenty k. So yeah, it done really well.
1: Yeah, we did okay, and then I think it was the next year we did the Kickstarter for the. The expansion stuff as well and that did even better we were a bit surprised by that but yeah <laughs> it was quite cool um, Yeah, mm.
0: well, Um, I think that proves how much of the, a success the game become because I must admit I didn't back it on Kickstarter myself the uh, the original because I, I just didn't spot it and it's just one that happened to catch my eye and I don't know whether it was the artwork or what it was but it just really appealed and I had a quick read and it looked really good so we got it and we liked it that much. Um, Matt when we done our Ramble Recommends He actually put it in his top five games for ones he would like to introduce to new players. So yeah, I mean that's how much we really do enjoy oh, it. Oh,
1: fantastic! Thank you very much. That's lovely. <laughs>
0: yeah, do you want to give a little explanation on how Ghost Ale works?
1: Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Well, um, so well, the game itself, um, Ghost Still is based around like a, a haunted hotel, and the the players are taking the roles of these ghosts that have been tasked by this sort of chief ghost to go and scare all these people out, because um, unfortunately someone has turned the the house into a hotel for, for for living people, and the head ghost doesn't like that. So each of you is kind of sort of cooperatively and competitively trying to scare these guests out um, by which, you know, some of the harder guests require more go, you know, all of you to sort of work together. Whereas the easier guests, you can kind of try and pinch the scares off other people. Um, and one of the sort of design ethics that we came into it with was like making sure that everybody you played got an opportunity to score something. So there's always opportunities to score points throughout, um, throughout the gameplay. Um, and then there's all the little opportunities you've got to like buy, uh, sorry, so it, it works by dice. So each of you have, um, dice that represents you doing a scare and the more pips on that dice, the bigger the scare is, um and the you know obviously the more dice you place down on the board is how ma- how much you scare those people i'm not explaining this very well but um obviously you can fiddle with those dice there'll be mechanics that uh, allow you to turn into horrible gribbly things like you know those little creepy dolls that was oh that was my worst nightmare oh, when i was i you on that yeah they're
0: my <laughs> big fear i hate dolls I hate them
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> terrifying um yeah snakes spiders that kind of thing and then uh, other mechanics that let you roll extra dice or fiddle with your dice uh, and then obviously there's the rule breaker cards that let you move anywhere in the hotel uh, and do crazy things. Um, and then the best scarer wins. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I think is a really clever mechanic is the way that you can actually spend your points that like that you're earning and you can spend them to actually get yourself some cards that give you bonuses. So it's like a bit of a risk reward. It's so, like you might only have a two point lead, do you risk it to try and get yourself a little bit more powerful, or you might get something that might not even be in use to you? And that that was absolutely genius. That was. Oh, thank
1: you. Well, yeah, and it um it creates these awesome situations where someone, as you said, is only a few points ahead, and they go, "Do you know what? I'll just spend those three points so I can drop down to second place." Because one of the the mechanics in there as well is that player order is based on who is got who has the highest score at the time. Um, And if you've got the highest score, you have to go into the house first and you give all the other players sort of information about where you want to go and what you can potentially be scaring in the hotel. And then you can plan around that. Um, So, yeah, there's this sort of like underlying tactics that come through it as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, it works well because it is a case of you don't often get a runaway leader pretty much every game we've played. It, it, it finishes very close between all the players. So yeah, that's brilliant. And quite often it does come down to the last, uh, like the last round. So yeah, it's the amount because one of the um, bonuses, there's actually, I think you sound like three or five extra points and it's just as a token. So you might actually think you've won and then right at the end, they just flip it over and say, "But well, there's my five points. And, oh, <laughs> and the amount of times that's happened, it's absolutely fantastic. I love it. Um, now this is going to sound a bit creepy, this, but, it's weird because although we've never met, I know what you look like, and that is—it's <laughs> <laughs> down to one of the things you had in uh, the Kickstarter was the fact you had um, a creepy portrait level, um, where you the people that were back and were able to um, were actually able to pledge to actually become uh, part of the game and have their own character drawn.
1: Um, yeah, we got we, you know, we actually lucked into that completely. We were when we searched for artists, we, we sort of put out posts and said, you know, can you generate this piece of artwork? We'll do a contract, we'll pay you to do it. But um, we need to like a sample piece, essentially. Um, and the, the chat we, we found this, his name was uh, Tyler. Oh, dear. What was his last name? Oh, that's bad. I should know that, isn't it? Tyler. We we always know him as Tyler. Anyway, uh, so Tyler, it turned out he was a trained caricaturist. So when we sent in um, these requests to him, he said, yeah, do you want to send me a picture? And he went, oh, okay. So we sent a picture in. And comes back with this, you know, this image of myself with these massive eyebrows, huge chin, you know, looking incredibly <laughs> terrified. And it was just, it was perfect. It was exactly what we were looking for. So it, we got, we got super lucky with that. And then obviously during the campaign, he was more than happy to sort of take the pictures of other people um, and generate these new characters. Even little family portraits where you've got like two and three and four people in the picture who are, you know, working together to try and <laughs> to scare people out of this. Sorry, to be guests in this hotel. Yeah.
0: Yeah, to me, it just adds a little something to the game, the fact that, you know, you're actually playing with real-life people. You know, I I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And it's not only, like, the artwork great, but also, I mean, the the chunky ghosts where you've all got your own ghosts and they're some of my favourite components in any game. I don't know why. I mean, they're so simple, but it's just the feel of them. They're just, oh, they're absolutely brilliant. I love them.
1: Yeah, we again with this was our first campaign and we were we got lucky again, we got so many little like nuggets of luck during the course of this thing. But um, those those ghosts were ones that um, I sort of modeled out of FIMO clay for the, the original prototype just to sort of show it off to people. Um, right. And I, I made it out of this FIMO clay and I baked it. And then we sent it through to the the manufacturer and said, can you turn this into a, a thing? And they came up with, oh, no, it'd be tricky. You know, you're gonna have to pay for loads of molding costs and all this sort of thing. And we went, Oh, dear, that's gonna be really expensive. Um, yeah. And then they turn around, oh, we've got another option. We could do them out of resin. And we were like, yes, okay, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> much, 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 much cheaper in terms of setup. I mean, it meant each copy was more expensive, but in terms of the setup, that was gone. And that then obviously meant that we could keep our Kickstarter goal lower because we didn't have as much upfront um, costs to to manage. And it was just fantastic. They the, the, turns out these things are so hard. You can sort of throw them at the floor. You can throw them at the wall. They'll survive. I mean, they get a little bit of a scuff on them, but yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing yeah. quality on those.
0: Yeah, like I say, uh, they're they're right up there with my favourite in all. Like, I oh, think. They, <laughs> they've just got sort of um, the whole game has a real sort of family friendliness to it as well. It, although the, the theme is sort of like horror, it's one that you're more than happy to play with your kids, you know. Mm. Like, it's happy, yeah, sort of the,
1: the spooky cute end, isn't it, sort of? That's <laughs> it, exactly. I mean, that's that's it,
0: exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you also, like I say, you brought out the um, expansions. Uh, so you had the trick-and-treaters and family values. So are,
1: are they still available? Uh, they, well... <sighs> i probably shouldn't be saying this but we have got a little um project on at the moment to try and find any remaining copies at the at the moment officially all i can say is they've definitely sold out um right but i am sort of on the hunt to try and find out because during one of the um uk games expo things we were kind of setting up bags and a few of the bags got kind of mixed around uh, okay. so there may be a few copies available somewhere um I mean, if there's enough push, we can always do things like put them up on uh, drive-through cards. And if you're aware of that website, um, oh no! But they they basically oh put, yes, put yes, sorry, drive through. yes 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 so drive-through yes 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 so yeah we we could potentially pop them up there. I mean, it'd be a, a slightly more expensive option, but it would make them available. But yeah, the official line, no, none at all. <laughs> the unofficial, right. line, okay. maybe. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I say because I must admit, it's that's something I missed out on, and I'm yeah, I'm very I've, I'm I'm, ch- I'm hunting them down. so... <laughs> <laughs> um right so following on from uh ghostel when the expansion you're also going into a new game called Haunted Culture. yes so do you want to tell us a little bit about that
1: right so this is the spiritual successor uh, of, the, <laughs> of the of the of ghostel so essentially what's happened is um the ghosts have done their job they've done a fantastic job of scaring all these people out of the hotel and now they've moved on to the garden so you know the head ghost has said right i'm not finish with you guys you know don't rest on your laurels get out there and sort the gardens out um, and unfortunately because you're ghosts there's not a lot you can do to interact with things like mowers and hoes and spades and that sort of thing so instead you've been uh, you've gone into the gardens and resurrected the original gardeners um, unfortunately you know being resurrected they're all like zombies and ghouls and skeletons and that kind of thing um, and they form like your crew of gardeners that you start the game with that uh, and then during the course of the game, you're going to get hold of things like flowers and plants and ornaments, and you're going to try and make the best flower bed. And then obviously the the head ghost is going to come down and say, Oh yeah, yours is the best. Yours is the best looking. And you score and sorry, you win based on who has the best looking garden.
0: Okay. So how does the actual point system work then? Do you get points with different sorts of flowers or what we're looking at there?
1: Yeah. So it's, um, it's a combination of sort of bidding tile placement uh, a little bit of deck, but it's it's a real mishmash game. But it it, it flows well, <laughs> if I can if I can say that. Um, but essentially, uh, you, you're you're set collecting different plant and ornament types, and the plants will score points at the end based on how like you plant them. So some would like to be planted in rows, some like to be planted in diagonals. Uh, the pumpkin likes to be planted in patches, so they're worth more points if you plant them sort of in squares and rectangles. Um, and then you've got things like the, the snapper weed, which is just nasty. You want to get rid of that because it's worth minus points at the end because it sort of chomps and eats everything that's around it. Um, so, so you've got to watch that one. Um, yeah, oh, and my personal favourite is the uh, the Blood Orange. It's got this fantastic artwork with this like, this sort of vampire orange with this bite, you know, these big teeth on it. Um, and that one's a really kind of, like, haughty, vampiric kind of fruit that likes to be surrounded by different minions. So it, it scores points based on having different things around it. It doesn't like the same things. It likes lots of variety sort of planted around it.
0: Oh. Sounds brilliant. So, what you're actually doing then? You sort of you've got in, uh, a bit like a tableau in front of you, and you're filling it with your tiles to score your points. Is that what I'm, we're looking at?
1: Exactly. Yeah. There's like a yeah. you've got your little flower bed, which is like a, a five by five uh, grid, essentially. Yeah. And then the the first round of the game is spent bidding on the tiles that are sort of available in the middle. Yeah. um using your your gardeners essentially and uh, the, you know the the better gardeners with the higher points tend to have like uh, different skills as well because um, there's also a little tic-tac-toe element i mean so when you place your gardener into the the bidding you're bidding on a row and a column at the same time so you've got to watch where your placement is but there's also this element where if you get three of the same monster in a row a column or a diagonal it triggers like um special abilities like better special abilities and then you'll end up in situations where well if i place it here you know i could get um this orange at the end of the round but if i place it here i could get a free something out of the bag instead you know and it just creates this lovely kind of tension and decision making space that's not overwhelming but it's definitely interesting (laughs) oh
0: this sounds right up my alley i love games like this oh brilliant and the fact it's of set in the same sort of and will it have the same sort of art style as Ghostel?
1: uh similar unfortunately we couldn't get tyler tyler johnson his name's tyler johnson got it <laughs> 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 just twigged um yeah, so uh, unfortunately tyler was busy at the time that we were soliciting for artists so we had to kind of go back and um, do the same the same process again essentially of trying to uh get people to send in Uh, a single image to try and figure it out. Um, And that was a really, that was a really fun experience actually. So we, we got one that basically she sent in plants versus zombies Mm -hmm. style artwork, which looked cracking. It was fantastic, but it was, you know, it was too close to the, the IP. So unfortunately we couldn't go with that. And another chap, um, i think it was our fault on this one we 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 chose him because we saw one image amongst like all of his his work that looked really interesting but the the one he sent back was proper nightmare fuel so we were like "Mm." (laughs) um looked really cool looked fantastic but it was definitely not family friendly it was quite spooky quite um quite eerie um but (laughs) uh, luckily the the third lady we approached she um uh Came back with this skeleton, this sort of lanky skeleton. With the, he was holding a hoe, and he had a little grin on his face, and it just looked spot on. It was absolutely perfect, um, and again, very similar style, but not not as caricature caricaturised as um, Tyler would have done, but still really, really cool. Yeah,
0: but I think the fact that by the sounds of it, you're not actually aiming it at different uh, people as such. You're aiming at plants and stuff. So yeah, that you know you'll get away with that anyway. So yeah. well, I. I I'm, I'm going to be all over this, like I say. If it's half as good as what Ghostel was, you know, count me in on this. You know, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely there.
1: Oh, brilliant! Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: so, when can I expect to get my hands on this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, if you want it immediately, we do have a module up on Tabletop Simulator. Uh, unfortunately, it's not got as fancy kind of automation as as some of the really like top end ones that we've seen. But um, the majority of the artwork is up there. All the components are there for you to play. The rule books on there as well. So if you need, if you really want to sort of play a demo for free, it's it's up there ready to go. Um, we are planning to run the Kickstarter for it on the twenty second of October. Try and get that sort of Halloween hype behind it as well. Um, it, it seems like the perfect game for that sort of uh, that sort of time of year. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's that's the plan at the moment. And then we're setting a a not ambitious but sort of reasonable time frame of about a year to get that produced because obviously with the the current pandemic situation it does slow things down but as I said we've got the majority of the artwork already finished the gameplay is pretty much 99% polished and finished as well so it'll be a reasonably fast turnaround if if we are successful and are able to fund it
0: Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, I say, I mean, the way the world is at the moment, I I don't blame you being a little bit cautious and giving yourself plenty of time. But (laughs) it it makes sense, doesn't it? It just makes sense. Hmm. Something else I noticed on your site, which I didn't know before, is that you guys do gaming tables as well.
1: We do. Uh, This is sort of a brand new venture. I mean, we sort of hooked up with a, a company who they were good friends before, but they were also, they were kind of getting into uh, building tables for themselves. And at one point, you know, several, as, as these things generally happen is that someone went, Oh, you made a table. Oh, that's nice. Can I have one <laughs> sort of thing? You know, I'll pay you for it. Um, so this chap, uh, Tom, his name is, he he basically built this table for himself and then he started building more and more tables for other people and there was like each one was like an iteration process as well so each one got slightly better than the last one and we switched up from like felt to the um what do you call it? neoprene for sort of yeah place mats uh, play mats sorry yeah. um yeah and it, it, essentially what happened was that at some point it became a do you know what i like doing these maybe we could make lots of them uh, and then they approached us obviously as uh, because we'd already had like a, a toehold in the the gaming industry um to try and sort of see if we could work together to promote and get these things sold. Uh, we took them to the UK games expo last year. They were really, really popular. You know, the, we had a four seater and a six seater, which was, you know, I can't remember what we called them. It's like the quad and the hex or something, you know, really simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, they were so popular because people just saw them and went budget, you say, <laughs> like to come over. I mean, essentially what we were doing was trying to aim for, as I said, the, the budget end. So the good quality, but not, break the bank kind of money um uh, geek and Sun do fantastic tables i mean the quality of their work is absolutely astounding but obviously it's more aimed at people who have that little bit of extra disposable income um yeah so yeah that we were aiming low essentially for the for, for people who wanted something good but couldn't afford supreme as it were <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: mm. well when i looked on your website i mean they look stunning they really do
1: uh, yeah, he's he's done a crack and, and as I said, it was an iterative process. I mean, um, the the table I'm currently recording on is one of his first ones, and it's still like it still holds up. It's still absolutely beautiful. Um, I've replaced the the felt with neoprene. Just that's just a personal preference for for myself. Mm-hmm. I prefer like the spring and the bounce from it. But yeah, they're just they're glorious tables, nice and nice and weighty, nice and robust. <laughs> so, plus the the light system, he's he keeps improving it. There's now a battery pack for the light system, so instead of uh, having to plug your table in and avoid that little cable every so often, you just plug in this battery pack of uh, uh, rechargeable batteries. I think if yeah double A rechargeable batteries, and then off you go. You know, you've got um, a completely freestanding gaming table with lovely lights, lovely vault. Um, that obviously you can pop the top on and uh, have your dinner on.
0: That's brilliant. It's nice to know that a risk assessment has been done and health and safety (laughs) box ticks.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yep.
0: When I saw them, I was like, well, and for the price, you, I don't think they can be beaten. I really don't. So, but yeah, if anybody's interested in the gaming table, you know, head over to uh, the Tinkerbot Gamer uh, website and have a look for yourselves.
1: And um, uh, if you've got specific requirements as well, that's something else Tom was very keen on. He's, because he's low, uh, sorry, small scale, he's also got a lot of flexibility. So if you do want something that is slightly bigger or slightly smaller, he, he can accommodate that as well. So if you go to the website and find there's nothing, uh, sorry, it's not quite the right size for what you're looking for just give tom an email on the website and he should be able to help you out and find the right size and style to sort of suit your needs as well
0: oh brilliant oh so you can even get them tailor-made excellent mm-hmm. excellent Um now one of the other things i noticed on your uh, website was this little free print and play game called tinker tactics <laughs> yeah. um it, honestly guys it, if you don't do anything else today just go over to tinkerbotgames.com and just download this free little game it's you know it's all you need is a couple of d4s d6s and a d8 for each person and it's just like on a three by four chessboard but such a simple thing and like yeah and it's a freebie as well hmm.
1: oh yeah so this was <laughs> this is one of those funny little like um what if moments where we just kind of sat around the table and like well, what if you did this with this and then we all just sort of went oh, what <laughs> um it was bizarre i mean um I don't know if you ever heard the story of, like, uh, when Codenames was designed. I think it was, was it Vlada um, yeah, yes. designed that, And he basically, he designed the game, and then he spent the next year, I think it was, trying to break it. Like, he couldn't re- th- feel, like, couldn't understand how... The very first iteration was was the right one. It was the correct uh, way to yeah. play this game, um, and Tinker Tactics was a little bit like that as well. In that we we put it together, played it, and went, oh, okay, right. Let's let's have a fiddle with this. See if we can, you know, make this better. And everything we did to it just made it worse, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> or, or, just, or, or made it not feel like the quick pub down the pub kind of, you know, let's just chuck a few dice on the table kind of game that it was. Um, yeah, it's, it was it was a bizarre bizarre little game, but lovely lovely little one.
0: It seems strange how it hasn't existed before because it's yeah. such a
1: simple <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's like there's like 20 other people that will queue up now and say, oh, actually, I had this idea in 2020, uh, sorry, 2019 or something like that. And we'll go, oh, whoops. <laughs> sorry. But, yeah, um, but
0: like yeah. it's, it's it's just play, it's playing miniature chess, but we've at this after. Oh, be so clever but yeah i was just i was just like this has got to be done this can't be new but yeah no, i couldn't see it anywhere so i think you guys are the original right cool so if um anybody's interested in getting in contacts with you about your games where's the best place for these guys to go to uh
1: so probably anything so tinkerbot games is probably the best one www.tinkerbot.com Tinkerbot, is it? Yeah, three W's? Yeah, I got that right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tinkerbotgames.com. Um, and then there's the, uh, through that, you should be able to get a hold of our uh, sort of Twitter and Facebook as well. We're on there as, as Tinkerbot Games. Um, if you want to get a hold of me specifically, I, I'm on Twitter at Zombevan. So Z O M B E V A N. So yeah, you can get hold of me on there. Uh, We do have Instagram, I believe, but I'll have to check with uh, my business partner because I think he set that up. (laughs) Yes, that's probably the best way to get hold of us. Um, And then obviously through Kickstarter, if you just search for Ghostel, G-H-O-S-T-E-L, you can find our projects there and uh, you can also find us. So.
0: Absolutely brilliant. Well, like I say, guys, I can't recommend Ghostel enough. I've played that one and it's sat on our shelf now and is for something that I just took a punt on. I'm so glad I did because it (laughs) sees so much (laughs) It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Ben, for joining us.
1: Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for, for, for bringing me on.
0: Okay, so yeah, it, um, hopefully the uh, horticulture game goes really well and is uh, just as good as Ghost Elk, because if not, I will be phoning you back up. Oh, cool, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I say, I, I, like, going by your track record so far, I'm sure it's going to be a major success for you. So well, all lovely. the best, Thank mate. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, and uh, all the best for you as well.
0: Cheers, mate. It's time for the Kickstarter kick around. First Kickstarter i will get to look at this week is Don't Get Got by Big Potato. Now this special edition is in collaboration with Shut Up and Sit Down. I'm sure you've heard of them. If, just in case you haven't, they're a brilliant team of board game reviewers. Uh, you find them on YouTube. They've got their own website. Uh, brilliant sense of humour. I really do recommend checking them out if you haven't already. So Don't Get Got. What is it? It's not really a board game, but it's a game you can play while everything else is going on around you. So what will happen is you'll be given six secret missions and you're given a little wallet and what you do, you'll look at your missions and you'll put these missions in your wallet and then the game begins. But nobody knows what everybody else has got to do. And so there's no big, and we're off, it's just a case of right, we're underway. And these missions could be anything from get somebody to uh, make you a cup of tea. Once uh, somebody does that, then you get to turn your thing over and go, Gotcha, okay, nailed it. That's it. You flip back to the green side. And this is the first person to complete their six missions. But it is so funny, the sense of paranoia, because you could just be asking for the most simple thing, and people were like, Why are you asking me to do that? and won't do it. And it's like, Well, can you get me a glass of water? But the, the tension in the room is just absolutely brilliant. And if you forget you're playing, that's it. that's when you're gonna be you know, you you you'll be handing these awards out. I mean, we played it once where the first mission was completed in seconds, where literally it was get somebody to put a light on for you, and as it happened, the light was flickering, and the uh, one of the guys who was playing just saw went oh couldn't turn that light on and they don't, and literally from the kickoff that was it, they had one of their six missions done. The game's absolutely brilliant for groups, it plays from 2 to 10 players. If you have the original Don't Get Got, then that just means you'll be able to play up to 20 players, because it really doesn't matter, it just scales, it's not a problem at all that. And what this set does, it gives you an extra 120 missions to add to what was in the original box. So it's just going to give you more replayability, which is good because you don't want to keep repeating all the same missions, so that's quite good. This game is absolutely perfect for sort of parties where things are just going on. can go on for quite a long time, it could be over within minutes, it all depends on how people play it and how conscious they are of what's actually going on. It's doing really well, funded really quickly, it's already almost at £80,000 of its £20,000 goals, smashing through all its stretch goals, giving more and more missions. Pledge level low is relatively cheap, just at 20 pounds. This one has still got at the time recording 26 days to go. They're looking to complete the campaign on November the 15th. So, if you fancy adding a bit of paranoia to a party, then yeah, this could be one definitely worth checking out. <laughs> the next Kickstarter I want to have a look at is one called Project L Finesse. Now, this is a really nice looking, fast paced tile matching engine building game where you get all these little uh, puzzle boards and what you do, you get these little Tetris-like pieces and what you do, you're filling in the recesses on these puzzle boards. When you complete that, it will give you an extra piece. So then you can then take those pieces off and then try to to complete another puzzle and you just keep going and going and going and going. So you're building up um, a little bank of uh, different pieces that will help you complete the next levels. It looks really nice. It, it looks such a basic idea. It looks really sleek, and I bet this is going to be very addictive. um It's doing really well. It's currently absolutely smashed through its 13,000 goal. It's on 221,000, so it's absolutely smashed it. It's still got nine days to go as well. So that's due to be finishing on October the 29th. So it's available in three different tiers. Now, as this one is an expansion, if you've already got the original, you can get this for £14. If you haven't got the original, you can get the you can get the base game included with the expansion for £45. They're also offering um, an expansion to go with both, and that'll be at £59. So this is looking really nice, really sleek. I think this is going to be an absolute massive hit. So we're at the end of another show, guys. Massive thank you for everybody's who been following us. I'd like to, oh, I better announce our winner of our competition. Okay, so the uh, winner was Simon Claypole, okay, and he's in Massachusetts, uh, US. So if you can get in contact with me, Simon, because I need to know a store that's going to be, I'll be able to get some vouchers for you. So yeah, if you can send me some details, then I'll get that arranged for you. So congratulations, Simon, you've got yourself uh, $25 that you put towards the game. Hopefully you've enjoyed the show. I'd like to say another massive thank you to Bevan from Tinkerbot Games for joining us. Fingers crossed your uh, horticulture Kickstarter campaign goes really well. Um, I know I'm going to be jumping in on that one. So if you want to be involved in the show and you want us to do some Ramble recommends for you, if you want to send them to tabletopramble at gmail.com and then we'll see what we can sort out of for you. We do have a few more that we're working our way through, but don't, don't worry guys, we will be getting there. So thanks a lot, guys. Make sure you stay happy and healthy, and I'll catch you next week.